Hello and welcome to episode 150 of the So Video Games podcast, where we talk about any game at all, including new stuff, old stuff, and anything in between. If we are playing it, we will be talking about it. Today we are recording on October 2nd, 2019. It's already October, so everybody get your pumpkins ready to shove up your ass if you're real fall people. <laughs> I, d- I don't know that's what people do with pumpkins, but okay. I mean, if, you, if you're not a true believer in the spooky season known as October, then you don't do that. But for everybody else... I think I heard, I read somewhere that's what they do. Um, I could I mean, be wrong. Just, just from a logistics perspective, <laughs> I'm sure that someone somewhere on Earth probably could physically do that, but I think it's probably more realistic to maybe just carve a small hole in a pumpkin and, like, do it the other way. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, okay, well, maybe we need to have a pumpkin specialist on the show to talk about I this mean, at some point. <laughs> I, I, there's got to be a professional pumpkin fucker somewhere on the internet that we can call in and, and have guests on a future episode. Well, the last thing I want to do is Google that term, so I'll leave that up to you to handle I'm that gonna, later. <laughs> I'm going to image search right now. Oh my god, you. <laughs> okay, okay. Anyway, we're way off track, and we're like one minute in. Um, anyway, uh, my name is Corey Motley. I am a podcast producer of the show. I am a co-host and I am an occasional writer at Game Critics. The other lovely gentleman that has been banting with me already at the start of the show, you know him, you love him. His name is Brad Galloway. He is the co-host of uh, this show. He's also the editor at Game Critics. How are you doing, Brad? I am doing well. I want to just start off with just a little bit of behind the scenes Um Stuff that happens at Game Critics. We don't talk about Game Critics proper, like, all that much. I mean, we, you know, we mention it, like, oh, the show's going to be posted there, or sometimes I'll talk about a review we posted or something. But we don't really, like, talk about it that much. Um, but as editor, I bear, like, the the most of the responsibility for keeping the site running. Like, I manage all of the writers. At the time that we are recording, we have about maybe 22 people who write pretty regularly. Some more often than others, of course. Uh, but, like, altogether, I deal with about 22 people uh, on a weekly basis, which is kind of a lot of people to manage. Um, and they're all awesome. I'm really fortunate to have, you know, you and all of the other writers, of course. Um, but, like, our editorial staff is just me. And, like, one person <laughs> editing, like, the output of 22 people is a lot to do on top of, like, managing PR for the side and doing other things. So, I mean, I, I could absolutely use like an editor, like a backup editor or an assistant editor. So I guess, I guess I didn't plan to like put out a call for help, but like if anybody's listening and they're an amazing editor, get in touch with me because I could definitely use you, but that's not what I plan to say. No, what I planned to say was, um, it's kind of been hanging over my head lately that I've been behind on my editing. Um, I got a lot of stuff going on in real life. It's been a very busy couple of weeks and people have been, real busy with fourth quarter reviews. It's just the craziest time of the year. And I got really far behind lately and I felt bad because, you know, people write their pieces. They're always excited to see them go up. I remember what it was like when I was starting out. I was always so thrilled to see my reviews on the front page. It was very exciting times. And, you know, I want to like treat people nice and respect their work and get it up in a timely manner. But I just got so far behind. So over the last couple of days, I've been staying up like super late and I already stay up late as it is. Like, you know, I'm a night owl, dude, but I've been staying up like extra late extra late we're talking like make a cup of coffee at 1 30 a.m late you know like keep going late and i've been putting in 
the time. And last night, I finally got through all of my backlog. I edited every single piece that people have sent to me. We are now 100% caught up and up to speed and current. Um, a bunch of things need to be run on the front page, but that's totally fine. Like, we're going to run those a couple of days and get that caught up, no problem. The real bugger is is editing those things because it takes a long time, and I, I'm done. Like, I'm done. I have zero backlog. I'm so thrilled, very excited. I love being at zero backlog, um, and so I'm just really, really happy. It was worth the extra effort. It was worth the tendonitis in my arms and my shoulder. It was worth <laughs> all of the indigestion from so much coffee, uh, but I'm, I'm back on top of things, and I'm very happy. Just wanted to share that. You know, a little peek behind the game's credit curtain. I like uh, I like to be on top of things, and I'm very glad to be done. Well, I am, for one, very proud of you because I I know what it's like. Um, I I do not edit game critics, but I did um, like my literally my bachelor's degree is in magazine editing, and I uh, worked my capstone in college. I worked as a department editor for a weekly city magazine, which I mean a little bit different than running a website. But we did have you know all of our stories went up online, so we had to do all the editing for the print version and the uh, and the online versions. And sometimes those stories differed depending on like the formatting of everything. So I definitely understand what it's like. But I think the um, another important thing to note here, and I know we've brought this up a handful of times on the show, um, is that um, everybody who writes for game critics, and including you and I doing this podcast, like this podcast isn't for game critics, but it's like published on game critics. Um, None of us are getting paid. Like, we're all doing this. Like, we do get free games, which is rad. And sometimes, if we're lucky, we'll get free games, like, a week or two before they hit shelves so we can play them thoroughly before we are, you know, before we write the reviews and everything. Um, but nobody's getting paid for this. We're all just doing it because we love playing video games and it's fun and probably because we all have full-time jobs anyway and, you know, balancing, you know, doing paid writing um, freelance if you like really want to get paid you have to basically do it like all day every day and uh, we all pretty much have other jobs so it's just important to note that we're all kind of you know working our asses off in the background a little bit and doing you know writing and editing and like for me uh, producing the show and everything and getting it published but we're all just doing it because we like video games and that's it yeah, it's just a labor of love. I mean, I've been at Game Critics now for tw- 19 years, almost 20 years. Like, 20 years, dude. Like, and everybody in the audience, like, let that sink in for just a minute. 20 <laughs> years doing Game Critics um, for free. So, I love it. I mean, I love it. I would never want to stop doing it because I love it. I know that most people who are with us are doing it because they love it. A few people are with it because they want to get some exposure and work- and get ahead, which is totally fine. I mean, we have been the launch pad for many people who have gone on to have very successful careers. Um, so that's totally a thing that works too, but you know, you get free games once in a while, you get a free ticket to something every once in a while you get like a free trip somewhere, but like, honestly, there's not really any money in doing video game reviews. I know there's a couple people who say they're kind of making it, but they have a spouse who has a real job or they're living like a, like a monk or, you know, there's just, there's just really like no legit money in doing game reviews. You do it because you love it. So we love it. I know you love it. Everybody Game Critics loves it, and uh, hopefully people who read our stuff love it. I, I can guarantee that they don't always love it, but <laughs> if they at least love it to come back, it can, it can be like a hate love or love to hate kind of a thing. As long as they keep coming back, that's fine. So anyway, yes, everybody volunteers. We have a great crew, um, a lot of friends in the industry who like what we do, and I'm just glad to be part of it. So I think Game Critics is great, and I'm very happy that we've had the show um, hosted at Game Critics uh, for basically the entire run, which has been wonderful. Indeed, because we kind of, um, the Game Critics podcast used to be a thing, and then it kind of, 
I mean, like, wasn't a thing. Like, everybody's just so busy that it was hard to get everybody together. And we probably have, you and I have probably some of the old audience from the Game Critics podcast. And so we were kind of able to step in a little bit and not, I don't want to say, like, take over because we weren't, like, co-opting the uh, Game Critics show, but we at least provide something in the void that was left whenever uh, the Game Critics show wasn't being produced as often. Oh, absolutely. I mean, the Game Critics podcast kind of died a natural death. And there, were, <laughs> and like you said, there was like this void left over. So it's not like anybody took over or anybody pushed anybody out or there was like a big battle or anything. And there was no <laughs> egos clashing. Like it was literally like, like you said, it was like everybody at Game Critics was too busy. Nobody could make the time. The schedules never matched up because we were like in five different time zones. And it just got harder and harder and harder and harder to schedule the show to the point of where... Like, nobody basically wanted to do the show. And so it kind of just died. And then there was a little while where, like, nothing was there. And then that's when I'm like, okay, well, I think I got some time. And I think Corey Motley might have some time. And then, ta-da, here's the show. So, yeah, I'm glad that we were able to fill that void with something. I've been really happy um, with the show so far. I think I think listeners have been happy. We definitely carried some of the old game critics um audience over not everybody came I, I got when we first started the show there was a number of people not not a small number a small number i don't want to make it sound like a lot but <laughs> there were a small number who were like bring mike bracken back or where's uh you know so and so and welcome how come how come richard's not on the show and all this stuff and you know i everybody's got their fans it's totally cool and if you love one of the people who didn't get to be on the new show then i'm sorry but you know just life happens and things change and so video games is what it is because game critics could not continue the way that it was the podcast the website will be there for eternity but uh the podcast cannot continue so things change nothing ever stays the same um but i've really been happy with what's been going on and that kind of is a natural segue i was gonna say did you like plan this (laughs) didn't plan it but i think just my my natural skills with a z came into play there and kind of setting us up for our next topic yeah, indeed. So this show, um, I feel like you and I have been saying a lot lately whenever we come on, like, oh, this show's going to be a little different or this show's going to be a little different. And I think we've had a pretty good study, like uh, maybe like dozen shows or so for a little bit. But I do get to say again, you know, for once every little while that this show is going to be a little bit different. If you've seen the runtime of the show, I I mean, obviously we haven't recorded the entire show yet, but I can imagine it's not our usual two hour length. This is probably going to be a little bit shorter. Um But yes, Brad set up the perfect segue into kind of the next topic. This is going to kind of sort of be like just one big housekeeping show. Um, We're not actually going to talk about games here. So this is the So Not Video Games podcast for one episode. Um, But the people a minute to dive for the the stop button because they're like, I'm out. (laughs) It's just the guy's bullshitting. I'm out. (laughs) Well, if they if you guys leave now, you're going to be real surprised on the next one. So uh, (laughs) just (laughs) just heads up. But um, I just... uh, we have, we've got a little bit of housekeeping stuff to take care of, and what Brad was talking about with the Game Critics show kind of perfectly segues into what we want to talk about right now. Um, basically, I haven't really, like, prepared, like, a statement or whatever for, like, what we're going to talk about for housekeeping, but I just have a few things that I want to say um, on the show. I'm not reading from a script. I don't really have anything prepped, but totally flying by the seat of my pants here. But um, long story short, uh, we've been doing this show for a really long time. I'm not here to say that the show is over, which I'm sure everybody is bracing to listen to us say, oh, the shows were ending on episode 150 and we're never coming back. 
However, I, me, Corey Motley, the podcast producer and co-host of the So Video Games podcast, I am going to be taking a step back and taking a little leave of absence from the So Video Games podcast for a little while. Um, I'm not sure how long I'm going to be taking time off. Uh, my plan ultimately is to come back to the show. So just know that I'm not planning to leave forever and never come back. I would never leave Brad hanging like that. Um, but I've just got a few things. I've got a lot of stuff going on in my life right now. Um, a lot of stuff that I haven't really talked about on the show, which is kind of surprising because I talk about generally everything on the show. Um, but like my job, I know I recently talked about my job going full time over the summer. And I, I feel like this is very much like a first world problem because I know people work, you know, 60, 70, 80 hours a week. And there was a time in my life where I was working, I was a manager at Target and I was working probably... I don't know, maybe like between 50 and 60 hours a week. Um, so, you know, it's, I understand that a lot of people have it worse off than me as far as how many hours they're dedicating to their jobs during the day. But I was unemployed for a while. I was working 20 hours a week for about a year and a half. And then I recently bumped up to 40 hours a week over the summer. And that, um, that bump up to 40 hours hit me a little bit harder than I suspected it would. Um, just because like, I feel like I'm more of an adult now than maybe I was whenever I was working like 40 to 50 hours at Target every week, like several years ago. Um, just things are a little bit different in my life right now um, as far as, you know, going full time at work and trying to like budget really well and grocery shopping. And, you know, it's just like all like adult bullshit that we have to put up with. And I mean, on top of that stuff, I've just had some other stuff going on and I've been really busy and I've been really exhausted all the time. I know like we just talked about this, I think during banter in the last episode, but adulthood is just really exhausting. And I have just been really tired all the time and I've been working a lot. And some of the work I do at my current job is pretty emotionally taxing as far as like the stuff that I read and that I experience at work. Um, but long, long, long story short, um, I'm going to be taking some time off from the show. Uh, I will still probably be writing at Game Critics every once in a while. Um, I'm still going to be on the PR list for Brad for whenever he sends out code. So if I see anything that catches my eye, um, I might sort of let Game Critics slightly take over as a little bit more of an outlet and shift because I was writing a lot for Game Critics. And then when we started the podcast, I started writing less and less as I'm sure I don't think I really have any like fans of my writing out there but like if you perhaps have been following my writing you will know that I've only I write like three things a year for game critics now um so I might kind of pivot and start writing a little bit more and start doing the show less but I'm going to be taking a break from the show um I'm sorry to anybody if that disappoints you um just know that I wouldn't do this without a good reason. And there are definitely reasons that I don't really want to talk about on the show. So, you know, please, like, I don't know, respect my privacy and all that. Um, but feel free if you want to reach out to me. Uh, we'll give our contact info at the end of the show, as always. If you want to email us or find me on Twitter or Instagram or whatever, um, you know, and, you know, check up or whatever, say, hey, that's totally fine. Um, but just know that I this is going to be my last show for a little while. Um, episode 150, it's kind of a banger to go out on, episode 150. Uh, we've been doing the show for a while. But the good news is that the show is not over. Despite the fact that I'm going to be taking a little bit of time off, we actually have a plan, or I should say Brad has a plan, because he's been doing a little bit of work behind the scenes to keep the show going without me. I say that as if, like, I don't know, like, 
I, I do everything for the show and I really don't. Um, but Brad, I will uh, hand the mic over to you a little bit if you want to talk about some of the stuff that you're planning coming up and kind of how the show will continue interimly while I'm taking a little bit of time off. Sure, sure, sure. And just to kind of just circle back a little bit, just to be 100% crystal clear on this, um, you know, So Video Games is the show that it is because you and I did it together and, you know, because of all the hard work that you've put in and the hard work that I put in. But I think that our dynamic is really wonderful and I treasure it. And again, just the plan is to get you back on the show full time as soon as possible. So I want there to be like absolutely no misconception in the audience. Like you and I are not having a fight or a feud or oh, anything. no, no, no. Absolutely There's no not, personal no. issues going on. It's just <laughs> like life is catching up with you, which is totally understandable. I've been there myself. I mean, I've been the editor of Game Critics, like I mentioned, for like 19, almost 20 years. But there have been a few times when I had to like, you know, let somebody else take the reins for a little while because life caught up to me. And that just happens to everybody. So for you to take a few, uh, you know, a few shows off or a couple months off or whatever it ends up being for you, you know, of course you decide that for yourself. Totally fine. I'm sure the audience understands. I 100% understand. So I just want to be really clear to everybody listening, like no bad blood, nothing bad is going on. Corey just needs a little break. We all need a break sometimes. I need a break sometimes. So, But this is Corey's time. We're going to give Corey a break. Um, but that does not mean <laughs> that the show is over. Um, so what is going to happen? That is a good fucking question. Um, so basically, a couple things. So the rough plan right now is I'm going to take the show biweekly. Um, and I know that's going to disappoint a lot of people. And it's honestly going to disappoint me, too, a little bit, because I really like doing a weekly show. It gives us a chance to pivot and to be nimble and to keep up with, with whatever's happening. But um, on top of doing the Game Critics stuff, which I just mentioned again at the top of the show, I'm kind of repeating myself. Sorry about that. Um, on top of the editing stuff, um, you know, many of you regular listeners also know that I am a full-time stay-at-home dad. Uh, that just started this year. So my hands are very busy taking care of my son and doing the things that um, I need to do for him in order to make sure that he is cared for. And on top of that, I haven't really talked about this at all, and I, I'm not sure that I'm going to talk about it a lot, but we actually are going to be moving. Um, so we are moving from one house to another, not out of state. We're still going to stay in Washington State. Many people know that I live in Seattle. We're going to move just like a little bit outside city limits of Seattle um, because we got a good deal and a good place to be. Uh, my son really wants a dog, and in our current place that we live, dogs are not allowed. So he's been really patient for like 10 years and been fine with not having a dog. But I feel like it's kind of his time. And so in order to make that happen, um, we're going to move and get a yard and a place that a dog can be so he can get a dog. Um, that's not the only reason. I mean, it's not like we're not going to like move everything just so we can have a dog. But that's a, <laughs> that's a big reason. And I want to respect my son uh, because he's been very patient and very understanding for like, like I said, like, like his entire life. He's wanted a dog his entire life and hasn't had one. So we're going to make that happen. Um, so I'm going to be like literally moving. My wife is still working a full-time job. So the, the bulk of the work of moving, like in terms of like scheduling movers and packing things up and getting services transferred, like that's all on me. So I'm doing that. Plus I'm doing the homeschooling. Plus I'm doing the game critic stuff. And plus I'm still like kind of on call for local emergency services, which I've mentioned before. So if anybody needs um, some kind of emergency medical or psychiatric help on nights and weekends, I am the go-to guy for that. So you can kind of say that I've got a little bit on my plate right now. So I think it would be a little bit unrealistic for me to do the show weekly. Um, I would really, really hate to promise weekly and then not be able to deliver. That would make me feel terrible. Um, but I think that with my current workload, I can make bi-weekly happen. I think that is pretty realistic. So I'm going to go, we're going to go bi-weekly when Corey is away. 
And on top of that, I don't know anything about editing a show. I've done it one time for like a segment that was like nine minutes long and it wasn't even related to this show. It was like something completely different. <laughs> so I know like in theory what I need to do, uh, but there's going to be a big learning process for me as I take over the editing uh, of, of that. So that's another thing that's going to take some time. And I really want to buy myself a little bit of breathing room. So I think that we're going to go biweekly um, after today's recording. You can expect a two week gap and then uh, I will be back. And in terms of, what will the show even be? Brad, really is question. it just going to be you sitting by yourself talking about 15 games a week and then turning the mic off? Is that what it's going to be? I considered it. <laughs> I considered it. But I felt like that would not be a very good show. And I would kind of feel kind of weird about that. And I'm sure people would think I had the biggest ego in the world that I'm listening to myself talk for three hours a week. That'd be crazy. Crazy. Uh, no, no, no. No. Um, so what we're going to do for now, tentative plan and the plan that we're going to move forward with is that we are going to tap good friend of the show and good personal friend, Carlos Rodella, formerly of the Video Game Break podcast. He's currently working in the industry at a game development studio, but he is in the area close to me and he is a veteran podcaster. He ran his show uh, and, and actually several shows for like many years. He had several different shows. Um, a very experienced podcaster, very experienced as an interviewer. I mean, he loves games. He plays tons of games. So Carlos is actually, uh, was our very first guest on this show. And we've only had him on, have we had him on once or twice? Do you remember? Mm, man, I should have prepped the answer for this. Um, I think we've only had him on once, but we were trying to get him on a second time and we just couldn't get it to work out. That could be very true. Um, I know he's been on at least once, so maybe people who are longtime listeners will remember when we had Carlos on and we had our very first special guest. But Carlos is a great guy, very funny, great podcaster, great game player. He's got a lot of really cool opinions. Um, I love talking with Carlos, and uh, you know, I know that he is, he gets he gets this show, he gets this vibe. He's very familiar with Corey's work, and he knows like what we're doing here. So he's on board. Well, and also, we have... don't leave out the fact that you two have a long history of podcasting together. That's true. That's true. I was a very frequent guest on one of his older shows. Um, I don't know. I, I, I mean, it was almost like I was like the regular second banana for a while, and then we kind of like back and forth on that. But yeah, Carlos and I have podcasted together many times, and so we have a pretty good vibe, I think, hopefully. People listening to the show now who are very used to me and Corey's vibe will stick with us through this transition and get used to a slightly new vibe for a while. Um, I think Carlos brings a lot to the show. I'm very excited to work with him again, and I'm very glad that he was available because, honestly, I didn't know what the fuck I was going to do <laughs> if he wasn't available. So I'm glad that that's happening. Um, so, folks, you can expect to have Carlos and I bi-weekly uh, for the foreseeable future until Corey's ready to come back. And, of course, when Corey's ready to come back, Corey's coming back. So that's the current plan. Um, we may work in some special guests. Um, Carlos loves to have guests. Um, I don't know how feasible that will be. It kind of depends on how much work the editing is, but that's that's TBD. But that aside, you can expect the show to continue bi-weekly with me and Carlos. Um, so that is the plan. I would love to get people's feedback, ideas. If anybody listening has any thoughts or anything like maybe they'd like to do on the show, or maybe if somebody has a segment they'd like us to do, or, I mean, this is a really good time. It's a time of change. It's a time of trying new things, new ideas. So any of you listeners who've had ideas about the show, or maybe you want to see something different on the show or hear something different or whatever, this is a great time. Like send in your feedback, send in your comments, questions, whatever. And this is exactly when we should be kind of like, um, you know, reconfiguring and reevaluating what's going on. But for now, like I said, bi-weekly with me and Carlos until Corey's ready to come back. 
Yeah, that sounds like a plan. And Carlos is wonderful. I remember, I think we've talked about this on the show before, but whenever Carlos was running the Video Game Break podcast, which was another, that was weekly, right? It was weekly? Yeah, it was weekly for a while. It was. Yeah, he ran that, and Brad was a frequent guest on it. And I flew out to Seattle. I think it was the first time I flew out to Seattle. And at this point, it was probably like six years ago, maybe. Um, I went and recorded a show with them. And unfortunately, that show, Try As I Might, is not available anywhere anymore. I don't know what the deal is with the Video Game Break podcast, because like some of the episodes are still out there if you look them up, but some of them aren't. And unfortunately, the I, one that I was on is not available anymore. Um, I bet you I've got it saved somewhere, because I was in the habit of saving those for a while. I bet I could dig it up today, or tonight. I bet I could find it. Okay, good. Well, I, and that was a really enjoyable show, because I had been listening to the Video Game Break podcast for so long. And I think at that point, I had only guest starred on the Game Critics show, like, maybe, like, two times. Um, And then just being able to record with you in person and then meeting Carlos and recording in person. And we talked about a bunch of stuff. We talked about um, survival horror games. We talked about some of our favorite games of all time. That was whenever Inside from Play Dead had just come out, and I got a press copy, like, a week before it came out. So I played it. And then just because I was feeling antsy, I just flew all the way out to Seattle to record a show about it because obviously I, my pockets are lined with cash to be able <laughs> to do that. Because why not? Um, why wouldn't you do that? <laughs> <laughs> so, but that was a really good experience. And you two um, obviously already have a pre-determined uh, or whatever relationship, pre-existing relationship, and you've podcasted before. So I have no doubt that you'll be able to pretty much pick up right where you left off and just kind of get back in the groove of chatting about games together. And Carlos is really enthusiastic. He's very um, charismatic. He also, the nice thing about the Video Game Break show was that Carlos is generally a pretty positive guy because I know like every once in a while, Brad and I can kind of shit on games or we come to the show and we play like 10 things and like eight of them were just like, oh yeah, they're (laughs) fine. Like they're okay. And maybe every once in a while, there's one that's like really terrible. But Carlos, like, just genuinely loves games. And so I feel like it physically pains him to come to a show and be like, oh, it was just fine, or oh, I don't <laughs> like it. So he's he's very positive and kind of is a good, like, I guess, like, foil for us or for Brad on whatever they start continuing the show. Oh, yeah, dude. He's, like, Mr. Enthusiasm. He, I mean, he's able to find... And that's the thing that's cool about Carlos is, like, he's genuine, right? So it's not like he's just one of those people who, like, has this, like, pathological aversion to, like, having any criticism of something. Like, (laughs) he legit, like, believes what he's saying, which is great, because he can find, like, the sunny side of anything and and, and really, like, find something good to latch onto and celebrate, which is wonderful. That's a wonderful quality. I wish more people um, had it these days. Um, And I think that he has it more than either you or I do. So, I mean, it'll definitely be a good balance, because I know we've had a, a number of shows where we have, like, this, like, mutual shit session going on and that's kind of <laughs> weird um and also don't image search that Ew. but um yeah it'll be good a good balance he brings something he brings his own flavor if you haven't heard carlos before i think you guys are gonna like it carlos is great uh cory and i both really like him a lot he's a good podcaster i think he'll be a good good sub. i mean of course no one is you no one could replace you that's not <laughs> the point of this but um i don't think i could keep the show going by myself and i really want the show to keep going i want it to be here for when you come back so i think carlos is the man to do it I think so, too. Um, I'm excited about what what the two of you have planned for the future. Um, is there anything else as far as the show pivoting that we need to cover? I don't think so. I mean, I think I hit all the high points bi-weekly, Carlos. Um, it'll be rough while I'm learning how to edit, uh, and you're going to come back eventually. I think those are all the high points. I think so. Um, 
I mean, if we don't have anything else to say on that, um, shall we move on to the next segment? Let's do that. But um, before we do that, this just occurred to me. Um, I don't care what you're doing in December. You need to come back for the Game of the Year show because that's like one of my <laughs> favorite shows to do all year. And I refuse for you to not be on that show. So, like, just keep that in mind. You take your break. Whatever you need to do. But when December rolls around, get your ass back in that seat because we're doing a Game of the Year show. Yeah, I had all. And just to just so that everybody doesn't think I'm trying to flee the show. Um, I did already tell Brad earlier, like in the interim time that I'm gone, if I decide to come back at any point, I'm basically just going to like punch Carlos in the head. And then even if I just come back for like one episode and then leave for a few more episodes, like I will totally do that because, and also this is something I forgot to say earlier is, um, as I'm sure people have probably noticed from listening to the last, like, I don't know, three or four episodes, I haven't been playing video games that much lately. I still love video games. I'm still enjoying them. I've actually been playing, like, some old stuff over again, just kind of dabbling a little bit here and there. But the last thing I want to do is come back to the show and be like, oh, I played some Doom 2016 again because, like, we've probably already talked about it, like, two or three times, and I don't really want to subject everyone to that. I've just been kind of, like, dabbling a little bit, but... I haven't been playing a lot of new stuff. I've kind of been so busy and just kind of caught up with stuff going on right now that I haven't really been playing a lot. And the last thing I want to do is come back to the show every single week and be like, okay, here's the one game that I spent an hour with this week because it's just not, it's disingenuous and it's not in service of the show. And I I wouldn't want to listen to that if I were listening to a podcast. And I know I'm guilty of that. Um, every once in a while, especially pretty lately, because I just haven't been playing a whole lot. Um, so that's kind of, you know, another thing. I, instead of coming back to the show every week and being like, okay, here's the one thing I played, I would rather just, you know, kind of take a break, re-energize a little bit, and then come back whenever I'm ready at a certain point, whenever I'm actually, like, at a point in my life. I say that like I'm going to be gone for 10 years, but, like, at a point in my life where... I'm actually like kind of settled and playing video games a lot again and kind of excited about gaming because I don't want to be a downer and I don't want to come to the show with just like one game every week because we're pretty well known, I feel like, for coming to the show and doing like maybe a minimum of four, a maximum of like 20 shows per episode. So (laughs) we do a lot and I don't want to have to leave all that heavy lifting to Brad because it's just not, it's not fair to him. It's not fair to me. It's not fair to the show, to the listeners, to everything. So that's sort of another reason why I'm taking a little bit of a backseat right now, but I do reserve the right, even if it's not permanently to come back and do a show because I was thinking about like I mean this is a terrible time to take off because fourth quarter is about to happen so I'm gonna want to play probably like some big releases and if I play something that I feel really passionate about then I might jump back in for a show so we can talk about I don't know like Death Stranding or something kind of like a giant release and then oh, you know yeah, maybe dude. I'll go You're back to take a little time to. off so. have, we're gonna have to talk about that dude like who else will we talk about Death Stranding with like we gotta talk about that <laughs> Kojima shit so yeah, For so, sure. yeah, I reserve the right to come back. I do, I would love to do, if I'm able and kind of in a position to do the Game of the Year show, I would love to do that because, as I'm about to talk about in a few minutes, um, our Game of the Year show is always one of our most popular episodes every year. So, of course, I would want to come back and chat about everything we've played in our top tens and our category awards and all that stuff. So I'm definitely game for that. Well, let's talk about that because I think we have some neat statistics to end the show on today since this is kind of just a housekeeping show and a pivot show. 
Uh, but I will say that before you come back to the show, what you need to do first is get a very snappy suit on, uh, get yourself some fiber wire, and paint a barcode on the back of your neck before you get Carlos out of his chair. I want to see a Hitman-style approach. You oh, subdue God. him, wrestle him out of his chair, and then you just like record for an episode, and you disappear into the shadows. No alerts. Oh, my God. Okay, we'll see. We'll see what... I'll see what I can do about that. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Well, I think we have uh, beaten the subject to death, folks. Hopefully, you will stick with us. And like I said, please feel free to email your thoughts, comments, whatever, ideas, anything you want us to do, try, anything you want, you know, any feedback, whatever. This is a good time for it. So uh, the next time you hear this show, it'll be me and Carlos, and hopefully the sound will be okay because I may fuck up that editing, but we'll see what happens. <laughs> Um, but for now, uh, Corey, before we let you go on your uh, spiritual journey, uh, let's have some <laughs> stats, my friend. Yeah, so I was looking this up the other day because on SoundCloud, and we I think we've done this like one or two times on the show so far, um, I was thinking like not only is it a good time to check in, do like a stat check-in because I'm going to be taking some time off, but it's also a good time because it's our 150th episode. I mean, te technically, technically it's our 151st episode, um, but we're just going to roll with 150 right now. So it's episode 150. So I went to SoundCloud, and if you are familiar with SoundCloud and you publish there or you know anything about it, they do have a stats page. But the interesting thing about the SoundCloud stats page is that if you know anything about podcasting, you know that you can listen to podcasts on like a multitude of different ways. You can, because we publish directly to SoundCloud, which pushes to any app that you want. I mean, if you have our RSS code, which is on our website, um, you can put that into a bunch of different apps and you can listen. I, I think it's on like Pocket Casts or what, on Stitcher or whatever app you use. I use um, Apple Podcasts because I have an iPhone and our show automatically gets pushed to Apple Podcasts because I have a like an account or whatever with them. But SoundCloud, the stats on the SoundCloud page only show us stats for SoundCloud itself, which I think probably represents a pretty small percentage of everything. I would, I would, I would absolutely agree that we're not getting a whole picture. Uh, because I don't know anybody picture. who really listens to it on SoundCloud. So I'm guessing the numbers, if we were able to get like all of the Apple data, all of the Stitcher data, all of the random podcast apps that are all out there, I bet the number would be much larger. Yeah, I think so too. Because I mean, SoundCloud is great because we publish there and it pushes to, ever, to all the other platforms. But I mean, these stats are literally from people who go to the SoundCloud website or have the SoundCloud uh, app or they click on like an embedded link in uh, a website or on Twitter or something and listen to it directly from the source. And I can only imagine that that's, a, a, I don't want to say a small percentage of our listeners, but I, I feel like a lot of people use different apps. And I mean, hey, if you want to email us or tweet us or let us know how you listen to the show, I mean, that would probably be pretty interesting for us if you can, you know, spare a minute and let us know. But the stats I'm about to read off are just from soundcloud itself and i looked up some lifetime stats about our show um this is for 151 episodes because our episode 100 was a two-parter we did part one and part two for that um so we have our total listens aka pressing the play button and streaming the show on soundcloud for our 151 episodes we have 28,700 listens for the lifetime of our show just SoundCloud. Just SoundCloud. Okay. Which seems pretty significant to me. That's a good number. I mean, that breaks down to something like 
200 regular SoundCloud listeners. And I know, I know for a fact that a lot of people do not listen to us on SoundCloud. So, gosh, I wish there was a way to get other stats. I wish we could get, like, the cumulative thing. But that's pretty good. I think 28,000 listens is pretty awesome. Yeah, I'm definitely not mad about that. Um, that's pretty nice. And we have top countries and top cities, which I think we've covered on the show before. And some of these are similar. We have. It's so fun. It's so weird and fun. I love it. <laughs> yeah, so our top uh, countries, I have the top five here. Um, as probably would surprise nobody, our top country is the United States of America. Um the second top country is the United Kingdom, which I don't really think is that surprising either. Our third top country is Canada. Our fourth is Germany. And our fifth is Australia. Germany's kind of surprised as fourth. I mean, I, I can't imagine that it's just Jeroen driving up all those numbers out there. We must have <laughs> other German listeners, but that's cool. I think we've got a pretty good pretty good mix there. What about the cities? The cities. Now, this is where I think it gets kind of really interesting. Um, our top city is Seattle, Washington, which what? makes sense because Brad what? lives there. You know, Home I'm sure town. he what? has a that's lot amazing. of... <laughs> I didn't know that was our top listen. That's awesome. Oh, yeah, that's our top one, Seattle, Washington. So your home city right now is our top listen to uh, city, which is pretty cool. Um, oh, it makes me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. Yeah, it means you have a big old fan base there because Aww. we all know New Orleans is not on this top five list, so nobody, <laughs> <laughs> nobody from here is listening to it. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to like kind of like bring that up that way, but okay, <laughs> that's okay. I forgive you. Um, but yeah, Seattle's our top city. Our second top city is Calgary, Canada, which is Ooh, kind of interesting. Calgary. Okay, um, I don't know anything about that region, but. Canada is our third top country, but a city in Canada is our second top city. And then third is Wellington, New Zealand, which is what? really fascinating for me. That is, a, what is amazing. Oh, my God. Yeah. If we have we have people in Wellington listening, please send us an email and say hello. I would love to hear from you. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Um, because, like, New Zealand is not in our top countries, but that city is in our top cities. You know, city New Zealand is in the top and then our uh, next one is uh, London, United Kingdom, which I guess okay, makes sense. A lot, lot of folks in London. Hello to all the London fans. Love you all. Yes, because uh, London or UK is our top, our second uh, listened to country, so it makes a little bit more a little bit more sense. Um, our next one is Ashburn, Virginia. Gosh, Ashburn, Virginia. I don't know that. anything about Ashburn, Virginia. I don't either. I'm looking it up right now. I'm like, I want to Google this. Is it? Where is it? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe we have like one listener out there that listens to like every single show from Ashburn, so it just pops up. I don't know, but that's kind of fascinating for me because it's not, I've never heard of it, so I don't know if it's like a big city or if it's small or what it is at all. So I don't know. It's kind of a little surprise. All right, all right. And then what's the uh, the last one there? Um, our next one is Chicago, Illinois. So, you know, pretty okay. big Midwestern city. So I'll take that. Right on, right on. Okay, shout out to all those cities. And if you're one of those people in the city, send us a line and say hello. I would love to hear from all you people. And in fact, if you're in a city that we didn't call out, say hello also. <laughs> We'd love to hear from everybody. Yeah, indeed. I mean, this is kind of cool. Like, if you can spare the time to let us know, like, where you're listening from or how you listen to the show on what app or whatnot, I think that would yeah, be great yeah, for yeah, us for to sure, know for, um, sure. for our own personal stats. And our top listener, because it does track that, our top, like, 
a registered SoundCloud user because I think they have to have like an actual account. Um, our top listener is none other than DJ Koa, who we've talked about a few times on the show before. Of course um, it's DJ Koa. Of course it's yeah, DJ Koa. Shout out to DJ to, Koa. Yeah, thanks, dude. He listens to all our shows. I think he, we don't get a lot of likes, quote unquote, on uh, SoundCloud because honestly, like, even if I were, like, dedicated to a podcast on SoundCloud, I probably wouldn't be, like, liking them, quote-unquote, either. I would just listen to them, and that's it. Um, totally, totally. But yeah. I think he likes every single episode we put out. Um, he's our top listener. So thank you, DJ. Um, if you're doing all right, let us know. Uh, we haven't talked in a little while, but I'm glad that you're listening to every show, and you're our top listener. So thank you so yeah, much. Yeah, give us that. a shout. Let us know how you're doing. Send us, send us a line. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and then next up, I just have our top this is kind of our last stat to go on. Our top listened to tracks on uh, on SoundCloud alone. Um, our top one, not too much of a surprise here. Our top tra- track is episode 64, which was our 2017 Game of the Year episode. I think that makes pretty good sense, I think. Okay. I don't remember what games were in 2017, but I, I love doing those shows, and I know a lot of people... Um, who maybe don't regularly listen to the show will often send me a line and be like, oh, I'm going to catch your your goatee show because that's like the big one. So I know I know we do get a big boost because a lot of people come in for maybe just like that episode. So that's cool. Yeah, it, d- it definitely makes sense because it does provide a good, I mean, literally like a year roundup of everything totally. we played and our top tens. Because I guess if you're new to the show or you're not familiar with our Game of the Year episodes, we generally just do, Brad and I count down our top ten of the year. We alternate and we might have a few like category awards, but we don't we do not do like a collective show Game of the Year. We just talk about the top ten that we played and then, um, you know, maybe we do some category awards like Best Story or, you know, something like that. Um so, but that's good to know that people um, listen to, that that's our top listen to episode. And then a second top listen to episode, and this is a, kind of a surprise. I don't, I, I would like to know what about this episode made it our number two most listened to show, but it's episode 66, which was just two after the Game of the Year 2017 episode. And we talked about Darkest Dungeon, The Evil Within 2 demo, Subnautica, The Metal Gear Survive beta, and the Monster Hunter World beta. I'm not sure. Out I mean, of that all must be that, it must be the betas because maybe people were curious about whether those games were worth playing. I mean, Evil Within two demo, Metal Gear Survive beta, Monster Hunter World beta. So maybe people are coming for like kind of the preview coverage. Maybe that's what brought them in. Yeah, maybe. Um, I guess if you again, if you're somebody that listened to one of those and you were interested in a specific topic, let us know. But that does make sense because the betas, you know, that's generally like a preview type period and maybe people want to know how they were um i know you yeah. played we both played the metal gear survive beta and you but you, oh we both played monster hunter world beta too now that i think about it because i didn't yeah. like either of them very much <laughs> that is absolutely a fact <laughs> yes um but yeah we talked about that stuff and then our third highest episode which again not really a surprise here episode 113 which was our 2018 game of the year episodes so that was we just recorded that in january which was like nine months ago and that's our top three episode if you're going to listen to one episode a year you got to make it that one that's the one that makes sense yeah that makes sense it's funny how we do like an alternate here between like a special episode and a not special episode because our number four most listened to episode is another like not I can't really see anything super special except for maybe one topic in here it was episode 78 and we talked about the end of the world which was an iOS game I played uh Brad did a wrap-up on Metal Gear Survive so maybe I don't know we have a big Metal Gear solid audience um 
we did a spoiler section on Far Cry 5, and then Brad talked about, quite infamously, his impressions on God of War. So maybe that's episode 78, our number four episode, because we had got a lot of hate listeners on that one, maybe? <laughs> I'm, I'm sure we got a lot of hate listeners. I took a lot of um, heat for that episode. That was not fun. Um, so I'm sure probably part of it was that probably a lot of haters getting driven to the show. You know, somebody posted it on 4chan or some shit like that or whatever. And then a lot of people came to listen. Um, and maybe some people wanted to know what I thought of Metal Gear Survive because that was kind of a contentious title. I was one of the few defenders of that title. I think Metal Gear Survive is great. I had a wonderful time with it, but that game was getting torn to shreds, uh, in most other places. So maybe people wanted a little counter-programming maybe people wanted to hear a little different perspective on it uh, but yeah between those two topics i mean yeah uh, both of those games had a lot to say so well, it kind of makes sense yeah and it's interesting too because like your opinion like went against the grain of everybody on both those games because everybody hated Metal Gear survive you loved it everybody was pissing themselves over god of war and you were just like yeah it's fine but it's not as great yeah. as everybody thinks it is and so i don't know you had really differing opinions from the rest of the crowd on both of those games very true, very true. And people let me know that. People were very vocal about letting <laughs> me know that. Which is weird because I already knew since those were my opinions, but people needed to go out of their way to let me know. So thank you to everyone who let me know. They were painfully aware that my opinion varied from the norm. Thank you for that, pointing those out. How else would you have known, Brad? I wouldn't have known, apparently. So. <laughs> and then last but not least, I only rounded up our top five. I'm actually really, 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 really happy that this is our top five most listened to episode. Um, our top five was episode 105, which is none other than our four-hour Hitman special episode. Oh, my God. What an episode that was, dude. What an, what an emotional journey. I mean, we covered, like, <laughs> the new game, our experience with the old games. I mean, like, thoughts and hopes and dreams for the series. And just, like, like every aspect of Hitman. I don't think I've ever talked as much about a game as we did on that one show. I mean, that just goes to show, like, we are huge Hitman fans. So that was a great show to do. I don't, I'm trying to think of, like, when we would ever do that again. And, like, nothing's really coming to mind. But you never know. Yeah, that's true. Um, I'm not sure like what kind of, um, I don't know, franchise has the kind of legacy where we would do that. But Hitman is so special. And it feels nice. Like I feel like, because I watch a lot of YouTube, I feel like sometimes I hear YouTubers talk about this where they're, they'll be like, oh, I put like blood, sweat, and tears into this one video. And it has like half the views of all my other videos. And I'm sad. And that's like a little bit how I feel about this, except for the opposite way. Like we recorded a four-hour show talking about the entire history of Hitman all the way up through Hitman 2 because you and I both got press copies and we played it in advance. And we actually, I don't know if we said this, but fun fact, we recorded that over two different sittings because I think we had some kind of audio error in the middle of the show and I was able to stitch it together so it didn't seem like we recorded it two separate times at all. It sounded like one, like we just sat and recorded for four hours. So we recorded... On two sittings, four hours, talked about, like, a dozen Hitman games, you know, both mobile and, uh, you know, smaller, like the sniper assassin stuff. And and it paid off because it's our number five most listened to. I'm just going to hope that every single person that works for IO Interactive listened to it. And then that really, like, boosted our numbers or something. Well, I know that PR was really aware that we did it. And they were, you know, they knew that it was a thing. And they, I know that they had passed it on. I don't know... I don't think we got any comments from anybody at IO Interactive specifically, but I know I, I, I'd be very surprised if nobody at IO listened to it. I'm sure they must have. So, 
Anyway, anyway, that was a great show. All these shows are great. Uh, it's been wonderful, and I look forward to uh, revisiting stats with you again in the future, sir. Indeed, and I look forward to seeing them plummet after I take time off and Carlos oh, takes my Oh, snap. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding, everybody. Oh, my God. It's getting vicious up in here. Okay, let's wrap up the show. Let's wrap up the show. Yeah, so like I said earlier, this show is definitely just a sort of a housekeeping show. I just kind of wanted to clear the air on, you know, me taking some time off and then go over some fun stats. Now they're on episode 150. Um, sorry if you wanted to come to episode 150 and hope that we were doing some fun, like extravagant, I don't know, like giveaway or special show. Um, this is a special show, but perhaps not in the way that you thought it was going to be special. Um, but Brad and I, we're not going to cover any more games today. We're just going to log off and go back about our business. And then Brad will be back in a couple of weeks with a new show with Carlos. Um, but Brad, is there anything I haven't said yet that we need to clear up before we kind of do our closing bit? I don't think so. I mean, I think we covered the topic fairly well, and I think uh, we were pretty clear about what's going down and why. So I feel pretty good about, um, uh, you know, this not being a conclusion or an end or anything. It's just a transition while Corey takes a break, and we're just going to do something different for a while, and then we'll come back and uh, get back to business. So, no, I think this is a real good, real good pause. And then, like you said, we shall resume in two weeks, and we'll just pick it back up. Excellent. Cool, cool. Okay, well... Go ahead and close that out then. Um, this brings us to the end of the show, everybody. Sorry that we didn't talk about games specifically. Um, we also do not have banter after the show. This is just a one-and-done short show, housekeeping, all that. So there is no banter after the show tonight. Um, next, or not next week, but in a couple weeks. Um, I don't know if you guys are going to format the show the same way we did, but maybe banter will be back. Maybe it won't. It'll just be a surprise for everybody involved. How about that? Um, In including me. <laughs> yes, indeed. I'll be very surprised to see what we come up with. I have no fucking idea. Yeah. So, um, the show will pivot a little bit, but it'll still be out every couple weeks. Um, but uh, in the meantime, now that we're taking a little week-long break or two-week-long break, uh, you can still send us any comments, any thoughts, any feedback. Um, you can still get in touch with me. I'll still be around. Um, I'm not going like, to die or anything, so you know, I'll still be around. And if you want to get in touch with me about anything, feel free to. Um, but we, you can email the show directly uh, at sovideogamespodcast at gmail.com. You can also post comments on the Game Critics website whenever they go live. Uh, there's a comment section underneath every page that the shows are published on in Game Critics. We're also on Twitter. We're on Twitter as a collective show, at SoVideoGames. Um, our handles are not going to change. They're all going to stay the same as they always are. And last but not least, you can reach us individually on our social media handles. Uh, Brad, would you like to give out yours? Yeah, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. It's my name, B-R-A-D-G-A-L-L-A-W-A-Y. All A's, no O's. Excellent. And mine, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram as well. Uh, mine is also my first and last name, Corey Motley, C-O-R-E-Y-M-O-T-L-E-Y. And that brings us to the end of this episode of So Video Games. Probably not the show you were expecting, uh, not the show that I wanted to deliver, to be honest. Uh, but, you know, personal life calls and you have to take some time off every once in a while and all that good stuff. Um, but I just, you know, want to say that it's been, we've been doing this since... October of 2016, so we're coming up on our third birthday, actually, and, um, you know, it's been really wonderful doing this. I say this as if I'm never coming back, and I promise I will, but it's been wonderful doing this. Um, Brad has been nothing short of professional the whole time we've been doing this. I mean, Brad and I had a history of working together at Game Critics before we launched the show. We had podcasted a few times on the Game Critics show, so I knew that 
when he approached me about doing the show that it was going to be something, a good endeavor that I could count on because sometimes things don't always go the way you plan or sometimes you think you're doing a good partnership with somebody and then it ends up being a disaster. And I'm really proud of the fact that we've put out 151 episodes incredibly consistently over almost three years. Like I still remember the first time we recorded and I was sitting in my little bedroom in Omaha, Nebraska, and it was cold outside. And I had just bought, you know, the microphone, I think the night before we recorded and I was recording on a laptop and it was just, I just, yeah, I still remember sitting on doing that. And now I've moved all the way across the country. I'm recording on a completely different computer, still using the same microphone because these microphones rock. And, uh, yeah, it's been a pleasure. And I'm sorry that I have to sign off for a little while, but I'll be back and we'll continue business as usual down the line whenever I'm ready to return to the show. Yeah, you know, that's one thing to keep in, in mind and to keep in perspective is that games are wonderful, reviews are wonderful, podcasts are wonderful, but like real life is real life. And sometimes you just got to like hit the pause button and take care of some stuff, which is what you're doing, which is what I've done in the past, which I'm sure everybody does at some point. So totally no big deal at all. Big deal at all. I mean, this has been... Um, a wonderful three years. I mean, you know, the thing that I really appreciate about you, I mean, you are also a consummate professional and I was, I can't tell you how, I don't know if I've even, even said this to you before, but I was so thrilled after we had been doing the show for a couple of weeks to realize that you were like every bit as dedicated to the show as I was. And I Mm. really wanted the show to do well. And we had only like, you know, worked in a, in a very different capacity beforehand. And I knew you were a good guy. Otherwise I would have never approached you about it, but (laughs) You just never know. Kind of like you said, like you never know, like, you know, over the long term or how people are going to hold up in, 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 in a marathon and not a sprint. But, man, you have been like so dedicated. And so you just give a shit about the show just as much as I do. And that really, I think, has been the secret to having such a good, consistent show, uh, you know, weekly and bringing so much content to the show and like keeping it going with such a high energy level. So I uh, love doing the show with you. I look forward to doing it again. This is just a pause. And uh I will keep I will keep your seat warm in the interim. Carlos will do a good job of keeping your seat warm, and then you, of course, will come back. And if you want to uh, pop up in a hitman outfit and uh, subdue <laughs> Carlos silently, you're welcome to do that as well. Uh, but I'm sure he would be glad to have you back as well. But we will keep on recording. We will keep on continuing. The Soviet Games podcast lives on. It's just slightly different form for the time being, and uh, there's more to come. Indeed, there is definitely more to come, and it will be back in a couple weeks in a slightly different format but that's i think we've worn out all the housekeeping we've had to say so i don't really have anything else to say brad do you i am talked out i think we should sign off excellent well that brings us to the end of episode 150 brad will be back soon with carlos i'll be back later uh but until episode 151 this is bye from Corey, and bye from brad we will see you next time or at least i will (laughs) 